0: Top Cut,
2: welcome to the Top Cut, welcome to the Top Cut. Hello everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. My name is Sonny. I am your host. I'm here with my co-hosts, uh, uh, Big Bird and uh Snake. Guy, I
1: don't know. I I don't have what? a name. This snake time. guy. <laughs> so of all
0: the like, things you could associate me with, them, you yeah, choose snakes? snakes.
1: No, my guy is uh, your your uh your solid snake. We'll uh, we're giving okay. you, we're giving you the buff. I'm. Uh, I'm I was trying to. I was trying. Okay, I tried to get there. Big uh, big bird, I think, is pretty accurate. I, I am big and I am a bird. That's that's it's a one to one there. Yep. Yeah.
0: Exactly. I, so, I think Sunny got me confused with my Twitch mods.
2: Um, no, I got oh, well. No, it was, I, I was I was going for Dragon of the Ice Barrier, but I ended up with Sea Serpent of the Ice Barrier, which is Bryonic, not Trishula. So, uh, in my own pleasure. ADD mind, we got there. All right, so, a huge thank you, of course, to all of our sponsors, which I actually wrote out for once uh is steel fox games and etb games of course my locals for their continued support of the podcast even though skyhawk manages to forget them when i'm not here uh of course we also want to thank gem accessories as well as tier zero games uh grimoire accessories and a of course Chainlink tcg uh as well as we also want to shout out tcg player and dragon shield So uh all of those we either have affiliate links or discount codes for down below uh, I very much recommend Tier Zero Games. It has been our, honestly, our biggest performing one. Uh, they uh, mainly pay for stuff on the channel along with our Patreons. And if you don't have Patreon, you can check us out there in the link down below. If you want, you can get an extra episode every single week. Although uh, I will say, if you get, uh, if you're ordering the, uh, if you're ordering stuff to play f- the Fire King deck not just the structures, but the cars themselves. If you go through the tier zero link, then anything over $65 is free shipping international.
1: Me when I, me when I want to buy the entire sinful spoils package. (laughs) Exactly. That stuff is very expensive. It's gotten very, also,
2: also if you want to go above and beyond, uh, if you're, if you want to try something, not sinful spoil, if you don't want to go above and beyond, uh, you could get the Fire King stuff and also a Dogmatica package. Mm-hmm. And Punishment just got a quarter century secret rare and all that. So if you want to order that stuff, you can do that too. That's true. Man, the uh, the, the sinful spoilers or so. Starlight Ecclesias. If you want to buy Starlight Ecclesias using our code, you can do that.
1: No. So, <laughs> so expensive no. dude.
2: My microphone. My microphone is I'm paying the price for my for my For my speaking stupid into the world. My microphone came off the thing. Anyway, uh, so thank you to all of our sponsors and all of our patrons. Uh, So today's content is, of course, the one and only we have a winner in our midst. We have a champion of sorts. That's Josh Schmidt, not you, Trish. Why are you waving? So... (laughs) We, we right. do. We are going to talk multiple things. Of course, Josh Schmidt just won YCS Bologna, Italy, with some weird runic dragon thing. And of course, Mike, Trish, you, the one and only, you Hi. did very well this weekend in the MCS. Is, is it was an invitational, or
0: yeah, it was what? an invitational. So um, I was, I was yeah, the first loser
1: first loser uh
0: by yeah. getting top 16 in in like an actual MCS
1: yeah so we I want to I, you posted a video about this so go to go to trish's youtube and watch his video but uh i uh, when we were recording on th- uh uh on thursday for the episode i brought up ringo worm as like a thing that people were experimenting
0: <laughs> and you were like yeah i
1: mean people have played it i mean they're like it's not like <laughs> and then i see you pull up with the 60 card list playing ringo <laughs> and i'm like oh okay It's <laughs> got the so, sauce. so fun, what inspired funny the story <laughs>
0: funny story we were talking about it and and I was like, yeah, it's it's not that good. And then I hung up with you and I remembered, wait a second. It is I good. Built, it was good <laughs> when Chaos Ruler was legal, but then they banned it in the TCG. And I was like, didn't I like theorycraft this deck a year ago? I go back through my YouTube and it's like, yeah, I posted a video about this, <laughs> this a year me. ago. <laughs> and and I messaged Tempest at like three in the morning. I was like, hey, should I play the Apple deck? and we we pass back and forth a few deck lists to each other cuz you know we're ju- we're just saying they're theorying and um we start like testing a little bit and then we get busy and it's like should I, should I queue with it? I haven't really played it enough. I I don't know if it's good. And we literally just said, "You know what? We're just we're just going to we're just going to play with it. Play with it. We um, ball." Yeah, literally we ball and and um we're teaming together for the DC Cup stage 2. Uh, Which, if you don't know, is how you can qualify for the World Championship through Master Duel. Um, And Tempest already has accumulated some uh, championship points. I think we're, like, fourth in the global leaderboard right now. Um, so, So we're like, if this deck is actually good, like, do we queue this for DC Cup? And it's like, okay, we'll test it in MCS and then i got second place
1: and i was like okay it might be be pretty good too and the field was like kind of wild too because that field had like a lot of dimension shifter uh there yep. were a lot of a lot of people playing like cash again at least in swiss although it didn't really convert to top yeah so it it seemed to weave its way pretty well despite all of the like anti-meta stuff happening in the <laughs> invitational um yeah so that was that was actually
0: like why i played the list that i did is that like it and we were trying to figure out, well, how do we beat all the, like, stuff that, like, people are playing for us? And it's like, well, the adventure cards kind of just do that. Like, you get shifted, okay, Omni-Negate, here you go, pass. Droll, Omni-Negate, pass. Uh, you get there can only be ones, Draco back, bounce. Yep. And I was like, oh, okay, like, we'll try it. And it was good,
1: it was good. Yeah, 60, you get to hide some of the bricks. It turns Foolish Burial into whatever you want in your deck. Uh, yeah. So... Uh, I mean, a thousand dollars is pretty sick. Like I said earlier on stream, go watch if you want a super good showcase of Trish's Dragon Link gameplay. Uh, the top four matches is incredible, and then uh, the finals is also funny. But uh, pray for our, <laughs> our <good friend> <laughs> <match> <laughs> <from> game one because <laughs> that uh, was that was uh, the the the, the ghost uh, bell was the the worst part about that. I think <laughs> just the,
0: no it, the worst the worst part was checking the replay and seeing that he top deck the, circular, this, and I was like, oh, oh. So, do you think that there's any
2: any changes that you would make to the list? Because you said you didn't go into it with like a bunch of testing and stuff like that. Like, do you think that there's a little optimizations here and there that are worth making and something like that?
0: Uh, yeah tempism i have already changed a few stuff um but it's not stuff i want to talk about until after dc gotta, cup gotta because it. that is our world's ticket <laughs> no
2: fair keeping, but you're saying that there are changes worth we're making the, we're keeping the
0: yeah the there is some stuff that we're changing but i think the list that i queued with is still really really good um i like none of the changes are really like major It's just like little stuff here and there my lips
1: are sealed and Be- this is the key
0: <laughs> Cool. yeah <laughs> uh... do
2: you think that do you think <laughs> that that's overall a that the ringo worm list is solid enough to play at uh not just so like an invitational if i'm not mistaken it was kind of a smaller event right where you have yeah. just a few players and a lot of times people in an event like that will try to play something with a much much higher ceiling um because you don't need to go as many rounds deep Whereas something where maybe you're grinding on a ladder or something like that, uh, maybe something that's not as you know over the top, uh, you know, less over the top but more consistency. You know what I mean? You can you can build the top and you can build to
1: win. That's where that yeah well, it, exactly yeah. That conversation.
2: yeah yeah I guess that's true. I, I guess what I think of <laughs> when I think of this is um when you think about I, I remember hearing somebody talk about it. I don't know if it was hoban or fraser smith or joe giorlando somebody would talk about when they used to have the YCSs that had draft in top cut um the players would play very different decks that would go more over the top that were lower consistency decks because they felt like they didn't need to go 18 rounds with the deck they only needed to go 10 or whatever you know whatever the numbers
1: are um you roll the dice a because little bit on that though Like, if you look at. uh, So, this is a decent transition into talking about the YCS. um, Because Tier is a deck that kind of does exactly that right now. It's so high roll that. You like a good tier player will top with it, but I feel like it's very difficult to go the distance because like there are gonna be games where you mill ten cards and none of them do anything. And you get Yeah. Yeah. So it's and, and you're gonna win a lot of games that you might otherwise not because you hit everything. So it's it's tough to do that balance. It depends on if you feel like you have to gamble. Like in a battle pack environment, maybe the power is so low that you just try to go all the way up because you can set cards for a couple turns for a while. But in the modern game I think it's harder to have that mentality.
0: Yeah, I, I actually remember that conversation being kind of um, opposite of what you were saying, Sonny. where um, instead of building like decks that they that were like really powerful that they needed to like do well in like top cut, they would build decks that were just kind of like really average that they were like, yeah, I'm pretty confident I can like go X2 and like 11 rounds with um, and because like once you make it to top cut back then, um you just throw your deck out. Like your deck just didn't matter right. anymore. So, um they would just play to top rather than to win, whereas like so so the cool thing with like the invitationals, right? Like the MCS invitationals, everybody who's playing in that tournament is good because they've all like cleared a qualifying stage which was like not sure. an easy qualifying stage. Um so you know when you're playing into those type of tournaments, you're going to play nothing but meta. You're not really going to play anything too weird. And you're going to play people who know what they're doing with those meta decks. So um, I think in those kind of scenarios, it's better to bring decks that like maybe have some type of a quirk to it that people aren't like really prepared for. Um, like, for example, the branded player I played in uh, Top 8, TTK, who is another very well-decorated MCS player. Um, he played Branded Despia with... The one of the branded traps that like nobody ever plays. It's like if you control a branded monster, like a fusion that mentions all buzz, negate all cards on the field. It, it, and you know, um, it didn't catch me by too much surprise because I've seen a few people on Master Duel Ladder play that, but like it it was one of those cards there it's like that could have been a huge blowout and I could definitely see it stealing him wins um because nobody expects cards like that and that was kind of right. the idea with like the adventure and apple stuff when me and tempest were talking is like no one's gonna have prep for like a dragon link player slamming right of army sir is the fourth card they play in their turn so i can play at- <laughs> normally you know like i can play on my hand normally they're gonna interact with me however they want yeah. and it's like oh, okay i'm gonna activate right of army sir and armies is just a free Baron from your hand so it's like you know so many people are like oh my god like why is that in there it's crazy that
1: yeah. uh, it's crazy that black metal dragon and any of the rockets work so well for that like black metal dragon being like <laughs> is maybe one of the most crazy value like aside from, like, a prank kid's monster for the adventure engine. Plus, if you if it's yeah. a rocket, you just normal rocket, striker dragon, boot sector, add it back, and then you special summon yep. sort of Tracer back so then you, you're not under the restriction for Rite of Eremiser anymore. Like, it just yeah. uh, it slots in so nicely. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that was exactly the theory. Yeah, that was exactly the theory. And then the, the
0: cool thing with the Apple Dragon is, like, um you know like the first thought with apple dragon is like oh oh you know non non-effect monster it summons itself i get it but like that wasn't really the thought with it the thought was just that you can go chaos ruler and mill it and then you've already synchro summoned because you summon the chaos ruler and you milled it so now you just have dispatter for free yep so it just it just lets you summon chaos ruler for free all the time so
2: awesome. i i I do want to remind everybody to keep an eye out for the Master Duel DC Cup. Is that what it is?
0: Yeah, Stage 1 is going on right now. And that's the okay. qualifying stage. Okay, so Stage 1 is happening right now. Uh, when does that end? Um, So Stage 1 ends at the same time as the whole DC Cup. But you don't want to be qualifying for Stage 2 while Stage 2 is going on. Because... Stage two is it's like a ladder race where you're gaining elo every time you win a game. Sure. Um, And whoever gets like the most points overall at the top of the 72 hour period gets to go to worlds and from, and like top 100 get like points towards going to worlds. Um, So you really want to make sure that like the minute that DC cup opens, that you are playing stage two and grinding for the next 72 hours straight
1: yeah the ups, right. the upside to this over how it has been before is that you have three people on a team who can play so like yep. there might be time to take breaks but the downside is that if you have three people that are going non-stop could end up being a lot of points so that's yeah like hey. i had to i uh I, i'm not gonna say who just because i don't want to like open invitation there are some people who are looking for one message me, be like hey do you want to do this i just looked at it I was like no <laughs> I, I, this, so I, I wish you the best of luck on the world's grind uh hopefully we'll see you on stage but i haven't gotten uh, a single message can, no worries here i can't do that I can't, <laughs> I can't do that i was looking at it i was like nah man i'm not booking a day off but, <laughs> Uh, yeah. I uh, wish you the best of luck on cool. the grind. Uh, I'm sure. Thank you. Okay, so Thank you. Um, I guess we should probably talk about the YCS now, yeah? That's, uh,
2: yeah. That's so next- yeah. that is a wonderful time for me to do the transition I was about to do. So with that said, be sure to check out Trish's streams as he grinds the uh, Master Duel Duelist Cup. Uh, and with that, we'll talk next week, by the way.
0: It's what? It, it's stage two starts next weekend. We didn't mention when it starts.
2: Yep. Okay, so it starts what? Probably December 15th?
0: Uh, 14th or 15th. Yeah, it might be uh, Thursday. Uh, hold on. It's it somewhere Friday, in there. It,
1: it, 15th. December, yeah, it, it's weird. but... 14th at. Uh...
0: Eight. Midnight, I think.
1: Yeah, sometime. Right? So it's like the evening of Thursday, I think. Yeah, it's sometime before midnight, I think. Depending on your TV slash Trish TV for <laughs> all of your Duelist Cup needs. So uh,
2: with that, let's go ahead and talk about the next thing, which is YCS Bologna. So YCS Bologna, Italy took place this past week weekend december 9th and 10th and and of course we have the results from the tournament we have 2418 duelists we do want to give a huge congratulations to josh schmidt who won the tournament with runic bestial yep i said it runic bestial that is wild to me that makes no sense at all the deck
1: is but
2: um, the weirder thing to me (laughs) is the sheer amount of yeah (laughs) the weirdest the weirder part to me is the sheer amount of labyrinth in top cut Mm. like like there's a
1: lot of labyrinth here so i have the answer to your question we're
2: definitely going to get into that you have the answer to my question on how much how we got so much labyrinth here i
1: I do have the answer to your question it's it's one of these this format is so cool just because they're so i think as like a as like a competitive player trying to prepare for it it sucks but as somebody who like is looking at the whole picture is really sick so labyrinth for like i think for the last chunk of time Mm -hmm. people have considered to be kind of bad or at least like you can top an event with it but it's not like maybe even in the top like six decks or so maybe fell off to seven or eight i think part of the reason that it's coming back is because a lot of lists are on a lot of hand traps a lot of people are not playing ghost bell Uh, there was a little bit of it coming back this event but there's not a lot and when your opponent is playing like imperm valor nibiru and and i mean everybody's playing a lot of people are playing ash right now but and that that hurts lab obviously but when people are in like a wide hand trap format and you have to be good against a lot of matchups labyrinth is like Okay, yeah. So your hand traps aren't really going to do anything. What you're going to Valor my Ariana? Cool. Set three. Uh, I got I got furniture on furniture on furniture, uh, and a lot of back removal. And this is why, is the why I guess Red Reboot. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. We can't do this.
0: Uh, please bring it back. Bring but, back Reboot. Please, Reboot the three.
1: Um, but there's... no more trap decks, please, please, please. Yeah. So never I, again. I sent Get rid of them all. I sent top 64 into the chat if you want to look at it. So. Top sixty four most represented yeah. uh rescue Ace uh puts itself back on well,
2: top after so far from what we know there's a lot of decks missing. Uh no this, Oh there this... was a Dragon Link that
0: topped. Let's go.
1: I sent you I sent one you dragon. Yeah, it won the event.
0: No 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 that oh. was Bestial no, Runic.
1: That was Bestial Runic. Okay, yeah, so there was like one Bestial Dragon Link that also
0: won. Or yeah. that also topped. Yep. Yeah. So what
2: is exactly the game plan and the goal? Okay with bestial
1: runic so um synchro, it summon. Is... synchro summon yes correct uh that is it exactly but it's actually uh it plays like a, it's a control deck really uh, the best deals are obviously good in the matchups that the beststillals are in, but really they 're just a big bodies to generate value from yeah. like the whole goal of the list is Lubellian place regained, uh, summoned a bunch of beststillals to make synchro plays into Baron Chaos Angel or set up Baron SP with the runic spells to generate advantage uh, and to control the game as well um the other piece there's a small branded engine in this deck i don't know if you could really call it a branded engine so you're playing um like a quam engine yes yeah, so you're playing three Quem, one cartesia <laughs> and then one uh the bestial aluber um because yeah. <laughs> it's a tuner bestial that you can summon back off of regained i think is the reason got it
2: uh, so so. It has,
1: so some other cool things that josh is playing in the deck uh duality uh which has not really yep. found a home except runic i think okay so
2: as an old person, uh, you said he's playing Duality, and my first thought is, "What? He's playing out of Duality?"
1: <laughs> no, so uh, okay, Duality. This is the quick play spell, uh, and yeah. uh, I hope you bought your copies because they're going to be expensive now. But um, the there there's a ton of like really sick targets for it. So one of the funniest ones, uh, there's a level two tuner. Uh, non-effect fusion I think it's alaraphon um that you yeah. used off of to summon off of um uh, off of you do you know fusion? if you played ready fusion no he didn't play ready fusion I think it was just duality okay I don't think the list is public yet but, uh, I didn't see ready fusion
0: for people who don't know the name of the card you'll probably still know the card
1: yeah. it, it, it is the like one ready fusion target that anybody has like played that uh are you telling me that um we're not playing uh, the best card of twenty seventeen sea monster of theseus off of Red uh, Red uh,
0: Red
1: <laughs> you know what? I
0: forgot about that card that card is is also <laughs> the <laughs> other good ready fusion target <laughs>
1: shout outs to um uh I don't know shout outs to Marvelous, I guess uh but the reason that um the other cards that you can flex into off of duality um uh, it actually won him uh, top four, I think it was. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he is playing the Fabled Unicorn uh, as a card to summon mm. off of Gary because Runic is a deck that could control its hand size very easily uh so what he did with it and fabled unicorn if you don't know it's level four synchro um negate the activation of any of your opponent's card effects if uh your hand size is the same so if they activate another card you just chain a runic spell then your hand size is the same and it will negate anything (laughs) that is resolving (laughs) so so it's like he basically put the lab i think it, it might i think it was juhu actually uh put him on um Put him on zero cards in hand, and then went fabled unicorn, so that no matter what Juhu drew, it was getting negated because Josh had no cards in hand. Uh, It was oh, so it was was, was really sick. Uh, There's a couple of other cool targets for it, Um, but just really sick, uh, absolutely wild teched out list. And he, he even talked about on stream. Like, I just brought this for fun. It's such a wide format. I didn't want to solve it. So I just brought something that I liked. And he just walked into a YCS (laughs) win So silly.
2: Top eight. Well, it's a good thing then that some people are simply better. (laughs) I had a chatter ask a great question. Okay. I'm listening. Who is on the Mount Rushmore of Yu-Gi-Oh? And at this point, is Josh Schmidt there? I think
0: Joshman has been there for years.
1: He's been there for a while. I think the question is, I think yeah. the bigger question is if he's the goat or not. That's the, I guess the debate.
0: I, he's the world champion too, right? He has a world Four YCS wins world champ. I think this is his fifth YCS win.
1: No, oh, it's it's, no, it's his fourth. Oh,
2: didn't he get another one this year though?
1: No, no, uh, he'd be, I think he made finals.
0: Yeah. He, he's made finals a lot too. Like, so. oh, Okay not counting wins he's made finals quite a few times too yeah
1: i think i think the debate yeah but i mean
2: for me like i when i think of people that are on the mount rushmore i guess schmidt is definitely up there but my first thought is jesse cotton patrick
1: Coben, billy Brake. I think, I think i even think like adam corn you know i think i think both i think both jesse and josh have surpassed uh, i think almost anybody else's achievements in the game at this point like really? think about, so. Yeah. I, maybe maybe I'm a zoomer. Uh I wasn't around for the heyday of uh of Jeff Jones. I mean I break. <laughs> I think and Jeff Jones Hoban, also
0: Yeah, Jeff Hoban and Billy all like deserve their spot because what they did for the game is they kinda like Hoban especially brought us into the modern era with theory because like if you played ten years ago Yu-Gi-Oh! players were not the fiends that they are today. Like, <laughs> correct. like yeah, no. Hoban like, look literally... at some deck lists from back then, and you will understand immediately. Hobin
2: literally, he basically built the entire theory of Yu-Gi-Oh! from the ground up. I mean, if you think like about... modern Yu-Gi-Oh! deck, Mo- yeah, modern theory. theory. He built.
1: I mean, look at what's happened to Edison, right? like yeah obviously like now that there are more people more skilled people labbing it out the format looks so much different this is a format that i think could end up like that if people continue to play it uh 100 just because there's so many things like um so diabellstar star rescue ace tier lab unchanged not very shocking for diabellstar star fire king and four centurion uh i don't think people were expecting centurion to do that well at all uh I think people were expecting it to maybe, like, one or two. Uh, and and Fire King being this good before Phantom Nightmare is a little bit spooky, because they get so much better once we get the the little tiny level one dude. Um, there's a... Somebody somebody topped playing Vanquish Soul with the Horus engine. <laughs> <laughs> I, we're just drawing cards, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what the game plan is. Two DFL Star Makanko. I think this is, like, definitive proof that we probably have to respect this as, like, a real deck. Uh finals of i think finals of a ycs or it won the south american ycs and now it's like topping every event now um pack as the lone noble knight representative top eight um somebody topped with i Marinc- got top eight at this event with noble knight yes somebody uh That's, i didn't i did
2: not even realize that yeah uh,
1: somebody topped with more
2: <laughs> oh no
1: oh no it the deck never dies uh top eight was absolutely stacked by the way. So like Joshua Schmidt, Anthony Lopez, who made the finals of YCS Leon, uh Victor Ivanov, who I believe is the Bulgarian national champion from this year, so no slouch, uh Din Kabui and Pak who need no introduction. Gabe Nets needs no introduction. Uh Juhu An also no introduction, was at Worlds this year, far from on forever and has been on like I think has topped like almost every event he has entered. <laughs> like Well you gave him a drug. That kid training. is I cracked. He doesn't need one. He's crazy.
0: Some somebody in my chat asked if josh was the only non-na player um uh on the, on the mount rush war and oh my god no like european players are like terrifying
1: yeah yeah they're so they're yeah, so, they are. so good it's a it's yeah a, but it's a meme that european players are, are 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 not as good but i just i don't really think that's true at all they have like oh my god they have to they have to tear their way through much bigger events too like yeah. most of the time their ycs's are bigger anybody who makes it through that gauntlet is insane like i feel like a ycs in NA is almost always like 11 rounds or less and the eu ones are like 12 always <laughs> like, just, yeah oh. not only that too but i feel like the the european players i think they play better decks on
0: average too because like and like you also have language barriers you have to play through yes and like oh my god
1: yeah we somebody in somebody in the my uh the discord the Necrofusion enthusiast asked a ruling question the other day and i was like i need to go ask how to deal with this they were like um if i have a do i I have to have a translation in the the um like the the language of the country that i'm playing in and how does that work in europe because in canada that's easy because you just have to have an english and a french translation but because those are the two like languages that you could speak but like if i go to play a ycs in italy do i need to have like french german this this problem is mostly solved by neuron so we don't have to like print out the sheets anymore or have like copies of cards but yeah it's like there's definitely i
0: think the rule was english was the common translation i
1: think it was the default i'd have to
0: i'd have to double yeah but, cause I think like true. most European countries learn it as a second language. So like the thought was that everybody should at least have some English language knowledge.
2: That's yeah. True. Yeah. Um, although I will say when I went to YCS London, it was crazy. I remember being with Nash on the way from the airport to the, uh, to the venue and Skyhawk too. And Nash was saying this, he was like, it's cause Nash speaks like six languages. So for him, it was crazy because he was like, "He's like, dude, he's like, just w- from the airport up the subway to the, our place, which is like a forty-minute subway ride." He was like, "It's it's crazy. Like I've heard s- like ten different languages." He's like, "I just don't hear that in the United States." He's like, "I've <laughs> he's like I've picked out Portuguese, German, Spanish, French, Arabic, Italian." Like I'm like,
1: "Oh, okay." So so uh, some more specific stuff in the format that is starting to get more popular uh seeing a lot more Phantasmé in the side deck uh especially as uh SP yeah. little knight is getting a lot better i was gonna uh, say this is something that was coming up coming up a lot in the ocg specifically is
2: that Phantasmé was seeing a lot more play because of the rise of sp
1: well Phantasmé both stops the targeting effect of sp and lets you fix your hand when it gets summoned uh so it's like a really it's a really good check to it it's also good against like unchained uh if they play into it so like if they make their link monster before they make the caesar phantasme is pretty good because it stops the targeting of the uh link monster or the escape if you want to um and uh it's decent like almost when almost every deck is wanting to make an sp uh it the the phantasme gets a lot better uh you can play around it a bit with some decks but i think for like the higher level decks uh, if the rescue ace players are doing the terahertz line uh it's not terrible against uh infernoble because they're always making a sold so you can always get that off to dig for board breakers uh and it's pretty rare that like they can't rip it with aqua dolphin either which matters for a big thing so it's uh there uh, another thing that people are starting to side is uh gizmec uka has made its way oh yeah into some side decks uh if if you do not remember gizmec Uka um is from uh format long past uh, back when health was the was the thing we used to be hitting with, yeah. but now we are citing a barrier statue of the infernos along with barrier statue of the heavens. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we also um...
2: words, words, words. It's that happened to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Like, that that happened to me. Um not too long ago and like somebody dropped a like a barrier now. statue on me and i i hadn't like pieced together that people were playing the uka stuff yet um because like i i had, like thought about it I had talked about it with some people but i didn't think that like it was happening right and somebody summoned a barrier statue on me I'm like why are you playing a barrier statue in that and i like punch over it and then it dawns on me i'm like oh my god they're playing the gizmec uka like oh my god and then i see it later in the game and it's like oh my god it makes so much sense now
2: you remember what I was wanting to say? Um, somebody talked about Josh being the only uh, EU player in your chat, which you mentioned, and it made me think about uh, South American and Central American uh, players, and it made me think about Andres Torres also being a player that would yeah. be in, in consideration as being one of those Mount Rushmore-type type players. So, you know, other territories definitely should be respected in that sense. Um, so where do we see the format going from here? Because do we just see any fire deck that can play the <laughs> sinful spoils package just being the best deck? I mean, cause that's how it feels right now. It feels almost like where we were at early last year, right after the adventure engine came out where it felt like every deck, even if it was its own deck, was either also playing the adventure engine or a way to do scythe lock slash DPE. And so It feels like you have all these decks, but they're all playing one of these two or three supplemental engines as well, which is frequently a thing, but now it's like,
1: really a thing if that makes is, sense is sp little knight linkaribo an engine uh the comment in the <laughs> we reached... it's a great is question it a, is it an engine requirement now i mean for infernoble it is i guess because you need a warrior i don't think it's but... <laughs> engine necessarily in the
2: same way that's like would you consider the nightmares yeah, 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 yeah. playing nightmares in your deck engine uh, i don't think it
1: is and it's just a generic power staple extra deck card that we've had for years it's weird so i don't know the tcg format is going to be kind of wonky because we still don't know where stuff like fire king and centurion are going to land are people going to have to prepare more for it uh people are going to be preparing a lot more for lab now so i think that's going to fall off uh, we might see more people play stuff like bell uh to have ash bell for that matchup especially because it's the furniture build that is good almost although the lab players i don't think any of them were on the floodgate build i think everybody has decided that furniture is the way to go now uh Um, I I don't know if that's true, because I saw somebody's Twitter post. I think the,
0: um, I think it was Pac who said that his opponent set Solemn Strike and revealed the, um, the Heavenly Lord against him, which that to me sounds like the the Heavy Trap
1: build. That would be the Floodgate build for sure, if we're playing that. Uh, because Christian Arena played the, uh, maybe Dinca was playing the Floodgate one? I don't think we have his list yet. Because... Christian Christian was playing the Furniture Build. Juhu was playing the Furniture Build. So it must have been Dinka? Because Pac lost in top 8, right? I think, I think so. He lost. Yeah, lost in top 8 of Bologna. 2-1 against Unchained Lab. So there it, were... It's
0: possible that it was post-side, though, because I think That's I remember true. Ryan siding um, that stuff in his Nationals list. Yeah,
1: okay. Um... It looks like it's, it's like... Um, so, like, if I look at the uh, the top eight list from Gabe Nets, uh, that's got the only, like, non-Labyrinth traps in the main deck is Karma Cannon and Imphip. But in the side deck, we have the one copy of Eradicator, the one DDG, and the one Barrier. So it looks like people are, like, main decking their one, like, blowout trap card of choice and then siding the other targets for different matchups. But I think some people are maining too. Like, I know there are some people maining the D-Barrier and some people maining the Eradicator. But... I'm curious about the Lord list, though. I hope we get that because it's been so funny seeing them like weave back and forth. I would like to activate uh, skill drain. Actually, no, 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 no. We're not- it's D D G time. I don't know. What do you What do you think? You You probably played against enough of it in master duel.
0: I don't know how to feel with lab. I think furniture is like the more quote unquote skillful way to play it, but I think there's a time and a place for furniture. Um, I'm not really like. labyrinth player you know what i mean so like i i wouldn't be able to be the one to tell you which format to pick that's more of like a ryan you question true um but (laughs) but i do i i do think it like makes sense that the the trap cards are like coming back into the game because like like what you were saying is everybody's playing hand traps right now and lab just kind of doesn't care Um, another thing too is that a lot of people Aren't playing decks like Dragonlink, which previously was the deck that Labyrinth was like saying, okay, I beat every deck in the format except for dragons. If I cue dragons, the run's over. Um, and because Dragon isn't very popular, I mean, we had one Dragonlink in Top Cut and then Bestial Runic, you know, they're probably just having a field day with people just like not having bestials for them because the bestials just destroy Labyrinth.
1: Yeah. Um, not a lot of combo. Uh, which is basically what you're saying. The only like hard combo decks we have yeah. cut are, uh, Bestial Dragon Infernoble, Link, I think DBL Star, Infernoble, and then uh, one the one Rika player that topped as well. Tier, I guess. Well, I'm I wouldn't sure. even call Bestial Dragon Link
0: a combo deck right now. I think it's like very heavy mid range with all the hits in the TCG.
1: Midrange. Oh, that's true. i sorry. I'm 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 too busy thinking. Yeah, we're well, we're still masterful brain from from yeah. you know the other day. I don't know, uh, Sunny. You've been kind of kind of quiet for a bit. What do you think about the the format? What are your where do you think it's going to be? Sorry, I've been begging Trish. Uh, Trish yeah, he's been begging to, my Twitch for chat for free sub. subs. <laughs>
0: um, and getting banned, from I mean, I asking banned for asking for subs in my Twitch chat when he I, should be paying for the podcast. I you subbed using to... my
2: Twitch Prime, which is free for everybody that has Twitch or that That's has true. Amazon. He the uh, I, So I used my Prime sub and immediately got banned. Um, like, <laughs> well, I didn't get a <laughs> notification for it. So The you know. second I used my Prime sub, I got banned. So, listen, I, yeah, as far as where the format's at, um, I don't know because I haven't played in six months. But if I were to say, I would say that uh, it's kind of like I said earlier, where it's kind of weird seeing every deck play one of the same couple of engines. I don't know how I feel about it because I hated it with the adventure engine and I hated it with with the DPE package. But at the same time, it for some reason right now,
1: it doesn't feel as cringe as it did then. I think I can tell you why that is. So why? part of the problem with the, um, let's say with like adventure engine DPE format, right? Is that people were not doing anything like different with those engines. Like maybe you would do some cool synchro, like your two options for the adventure stuff were like, I'm normal summoning Red Rose Dragon, or I'm using it to set up a Gryphon Decade. And or- at first it wasn't even, they didn't have that. Yeah. That, that took four months to come about. And for DP, it was like, I got hand-trapped into Oblivion Earth's Scythe. With the Snake Eye engine, people can do different things with the cards. If your deck has something native that you can summon out of it, like with Rescue Ace, you're using it to actually make your Rescue Ace plays, and then if you want to, you can do the the, uh, Ricardetto line to make a different board, or you can go get Jet Synchron if you want to be crazy. Um, There's people doing stuff with uh, Evol because they can summon Mega Trevelia from deck. Uh, The Snake Eye engine can be used generically in a but in different ways because you have different targets you can summon unlike what the other cards were doing uh, the horus engine is kind of the same way you can access any of the rank eight pool that happens to work for your deck maybe you want Sandifond, hope harbinger zombie vampire if you're trying to milk cards uh giant trainer if you want to draw a bunch of cards it's there's a it's the engines are in every deck, but the goal of every deck with those engines is very different. And that wasn't the case with the with the other two, is my take on it anyway. Maybe that's why people... I think people are going to get real sick of the the, the Star Engine come Phantom Nightmare, but right now we're in a cool spot. <laughs> I think t- that the reason <laughs> that people haven't gotten sick of it yet, but will, is
2: because while it is very expensive at the moment, it hasn't... Um, it hasn't felt like it's okay this shouldn't be this expensive anymore like it still feels new enough where it deserves to be Maybe. expensive if that makes sense i'm uh, um yeah i no, I, no. I know i know you're a Yu-Gi-Oh card communist
1: i, I get it <laughs> but
0: yeah, yeah. Ooh, all cards
1: should be free pay yeah, you your you master true yeah. true and real I mean, listen, yeah. you just, so, ne- just make more accounts. N- <laughs> just make more. Hey,
0: don't, don't tell them the secret. But if <laughs> you shut do want to well, know the secrets, up. I have a full guide on how to speed run the game so that you can create any account you want in less than 35 minutes. So uh I'll let you know.
1: Trisha with TTV on YouTube.
0: The, the Discord. <laughs> There's a whole guide.
2: So with that said, I think that the... Uh, it doesn't feel outrageous yet. But come come reprint season next year. It's been six six plus months. Deck, you know, the package is still in every deck. It hasn't been hit yet, it hasn't been reprinted yet. That's when people are gonna be like, yeah, this sucks. We hate this. You know? Yeah. I think once you get to that six-month mark without without any changes, it's and things start getting stale is when people are gonna start hating it. But for now.
1: We're still in the cool stage. Yeah, I, it's funny normally I'm like where's the ban list, but I think we can wait another month. I don't think we need one. I would love I would love as always. Yeah, I mean it's only been 2 months. We know. don't need one right now. I I, w- I would love as always for the crappy auto wins to be gone from the format. Uh there are a couple of things that I would like to be hit. But I'll I'll what i you to move close to the mic? What do you have to say about the ban list?
0: <laughs> just... I hate
1: this format. <laughs> <laughs> this format Allows runic
0: cards to be stronger than they ought to be. <laughs> I have lost to runic on the bubble at three YCS's this year. Please stop making formats where runic cards can find success. Thank you, Konami. At
1: least, at least we have <laughs> this. Please bring back all line. the issues cards. It Thank you. The only, the only runic deck to top took, took it all the way. And I mean, to be fair, Joshua Schmidt is the GOAT. But I was actually going to bring up the two things that, um, uh, well, did you
0: see Runic sweep the uh, Seattle regional? I, there was like I three Runic decks in top eight. Like it got first place and like oh, two for, more of them topped. Uh, and they were, it was all Runic stun.
1: I did see that. They got first and third. It was the Chicago regional, right? Um, no, th- I'm talking about Seattle. Uh, did that happen in Chicago too? There was another There was another region. They might, I might be talking about the same regional, but they got first and third. It was Runic stun. It was, they were playing like two Amano Awato uh, and then two of the time-tearing Morganite um in
2: oh, they were
1: playing, uh, playing messenger of peace instead of scrubbed raid um yeah um
0: i think that was seattle i think that was seattle Absolutely. Um, but Ru- seattle. runic has actually like if if you go and you look through a lot of top cuts runic has been destroying Like, the regional circuit. Yeah, like, the regional circuit is getting completely swept by it. Like, and, and like, at at Richmond, I got knocked out by Runic, like, and I had a torrential tribute flipped on me. And, like, in any other format, like, you play against Runic and they're flipping torrential tribute. It's like, okay, it's round three. Like, I'm knocking you out early and, like, getting lunch. But when that starts happening to you at, like, round nine of a YCS something is clearly going wrong with the format when like so, torrential tribute runic is doing well
1: yeah so i guess my last comment on the the, the ycs results too is it's kind of weird to not see much runic seeing as it's like very successful at the regional level but like that could just be an naeu meta difference because um, i feel like it's could be. I, i'm looking at a lot of na regionals right um so no sprite it's gone uh, it's it's gone. We probably don't have to hit blue. Um, I believe two of the pearly lists were playing uh, a sprite engine, but okay. Uh, and then uh, what do we? Uh, Centurion is the like the X factor thing that's here. I think is because Centurion. I, I, I thought Centurion was going to be like Dark World, where you could always like you you could always like open a hand that does the thing. You play it like Zodiac, um, but you just get shut down by so many different cards that it's hard to succeed with it. But the Calamity Lock, uh, four out of 64 people were able to Calamity Lock enough turns to uh, to to make it to top 64. So I'm curious. Does the
2: deck do something other than Calamity Lock? Did we miss something here?
1: Uh, Are they doing something else? Ca- that, so they're playing it like Zodiac instead of like a hard combo deck. Yeah. They're playing it like, this is my one card starter. I'm setting up the Calamity Lock. If I don't set up the Calamity Lock or if I have mm-hmm. an extender... Uh, then I can um, uh, then I can do like Crimson Dragon tag out shenanigans to end on what they're doing is um, uh, they're doing Blazar Dragon and then uh, oh. coming their Blazar for like a spell trap negate and then bringing back the Crimson Dragon quick synchro to tag it back out into the the Calamity I think is how it's working right now, um, which is funny that Blazar is seeing play, but um, <laughs> the uh, it, the rest of it is just not an engine. It's just non-agenda's hand traps. It's Fenrir. It's anything. It's Baylor imprint Improv. Oh. Nib. So,
2: what are the issues? What do we need? What, what needs? What needs hitting on the ban list? Uh, I know you mentioned sprites. Probably fine. Are Are we done with Runic? Have we? It's gotten a reprint now. Are we like
1: do we, do do we, do we... Limit, <laughs> limit Fountain? What do you want, Trey? Can, you... <laughs> can we please ban
0: Runic Fountain? Please ban it? No, please. absolutely not. Please no, runic, just please. Runic is fine. No, please just no. Please just cool kill that fine. deck. No. Please. no, We're nope. no. going cool and Fine. No. Hey, please.
1: Hey, please. Sonny, please. no, this is the more. Podcast no everybody, more. Everybody's getting their wish list. Okay. So please. Please. Sure. More. Sure. His is wrong. Please but sure. No okay. Uh, please no more. You know what? You know what? You know
0: what? Sonny, I'll, I'll give that to you. Just ban Munin. Just ban Munin. Ban Munin. It's, it's fine. Just, just ban. The time ban. The time yeah, ban Munin.
1: I agree with that. I'm on, <sighs> on board. We should ban. Uh, we should ban Scattershot too, actually. And If I get Munin one more time. We should ban the time rules.
0: True, uh, true 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 <laughs> top cut should go back to old time rules
1: actually top cut going back top to cut that, doing it would be fine with me yeah top cut doing it uh, t- would be fine uh i think swiss, yeah. swiss we have to do the compromise thing but
0: yeah cut. just three turns of time not not five just make it three turns yep. of time not five and then only for top cut only and then top. be. Boring. why
1: don't we do it only in top 32 not even top 64 just top 32 maybe that depends on yeah who the cares size. yeah who cares maybe yeah I, I i can get on board with that um uh, i think why don't we just bring back draft the top cut why don't we do that reward good no. deck building okay okay All i think it's time to right? end the episode yeah, yeah. That's, that's too much yeah, yeah. that's yeah. too, too as, far uh, Tr- trisha's <laughs> taking it back uh fountain to zero uh can we can yep. we say
2: crimson dragon banned is that uh, too much
1: that's too much no i think i just banned calamity none of the other crimson dragon cards are a problem I think calamity it's a, just calamity. Just it's just hiking calamity. So I Yeah, that makes sense. Ban hiking calamity, ban dimension shifter, ban dimensional barrier. I do not care about mm. anything else. Time warp on a four can K- K- be Yeah, I want D barrier Yeah, that card should be gone.
0: That card should have been gone for years.
1: It's like right now it's not a if problem. If we don't have red reboot, D barrier should be banned. Yeah, I think the
0: I know you guys are not losing to D barrier. I, I also want There's uh, no uh, answer. It doesn't exist. So I also want, we don't have call the
1: call answer by. is Don't lose to it. I think the other card that I want banned is Harpy's Featherstorm for a similar reason. Like, Like, D-Barrier right now is not debilitating. Harpy's Featherstorm is only playable in, like, one deck. My issue is that there's not uh, reasonable counterplay present for those cards. The counterplay that you can play for uh, D-Barrier is Draw Better Hand Bozo. Uh, And (laughs) for for Featherstorm, the only counterplay that exists is Cypher Gear Delta, uh, which is Insane Cope and uh cross out designator which is now asking you to side individual targets similar to how you would thrust and i think that that's yes. really silly yes. um so yeah. it's, it's less that the cards are like extremely powerful now although i would argue there are formats where d barrier was pretty debilitating a sword soul branded format d barrier was just like you lose uh if you were playing one of the top two decks uh but like eradicator i would uh, in an ideal world i would like to see it banned i don't think it's a huge problem right now it can stay i just shifter and barrier are the two that I think we should just like axe completely from the game. Storm,
2: much like Mystic Mind, the game would be invariably better without those cards in it.
1: Yeah, I think I think the continuous trap floodgates I go back and forth on because uh, on one hand they suck to play against and to prep against, but there's at least way more counterplay to those in the form of back removal or being able to use your extra deck to play under attributes like with something like Nightmare Phoenix and SP now, or uh, <laughs> playing out of your graveyard instead with stuff like Skill Drain. So. The, those can stay but just the, the the normal trap card lingering shifter
2: that's it <laughs> okay my moderator makes a wonderful point mr d-link bestial says don't lose to it the cards that d-link doesn't get hit by
0: okay <laughs> hey they link can call monsters. synchro
1: make link monsters
2: <laughs> that's that's the errata d-barrier to also hit
1: link monsters okay. that's what we do sunny uh i think i think I'm that's down. A, i think that's a good place keep to it go, at three Errata. no wait, i have one no. more thing Okay. The, um, last last thing, and then we're reading picture names.
2: Okay, I have one more thing because we still have ten more minutes left on the podcast because I, we didn't start at the start of the recording. I don't agree with that.
1: <laughs>
2: we started at 10 it's eleven eleven. Okay. Talk talk your talk your talk. Okay. So I forgot what I was gonna say. So we're gonna go ahead and end it there, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> one
1: more thing. Beautiful. Well, there was the a podcast. thing I wanted to Goodbye. mention and I forgot what it was because Skyhawk uh, cut me off. My apologies. We did actually get one new All Skyhawk's vote. We did. We did actually get one new card if we want to talk about that.
2: Yeah, talk about it while I try to remember what I was thinking. Okay,
1: so uh, we got one new card. Uh, I don't know that it's that good but it's part of the a full armored package and it is interesting. So, this is a uh, full armored Hope Ray Lancer, or uh, because uh, according to Kevin Tuart, Hope is a girl's name uh, in the TCG, it might be Full Armored Utopic Ray Lancer. Keep in uh, mind the original YGR page for this was wrong.
2: Oh, really? They had to edit. Yeah, they, had, they put out an, an update on Twitter. I don't know if okay. you saw that. I did not. Uh, did they fix it? I don't know. Okay. Can the
0: funny dragon not be a girl? Hmm.
2: No, Hope is a girl's name. Oh, okay. so, it's, so it had to be is. number thirty nine Utopia, not number thirty nine Hope.
1: Yeah, that was that was. Are you are you unaware of the the Kevin Tuart uh, reasons why oh, Hope change it to be Utopia? No, you don't know about this. Okay, I got No,
0: up. I don't know about this.
1: This is this is. He crazy. doesn't know. So Kevin. No, Stewart, I, I have no no so, idea. So Kevin Tuart back in the day. This is more important than this, that card. I'm gonna be honest. Kevin Tuart used to post on PoHo uh all the time pojo. is it pojo I, I, did you just call it poho
0: me and sunny on the same page okay. for once pojo. in the podcast somebody is somebody <laughs> clip this <All> right, okay.
1: <laughs> clip, it, clip it clip it pojo because i'm a zoomer and i don't know how to pronounce uh old oh things because you're both old um okay old. uh so kevin tuart used to post all the time on pojo um It's been, like, it's been ages, and my keyboard has stopped working at exactly this time. Awesome. But he, the two most famous posts from Kevin Tuart, I believe, are Clown Gas and The Reason for Hope's Translation. So he listed, so Kevin Tuart listed, like, eight reasons why they switched from uh, Hope to Utopia. Uh, The two best ones (laughs) are, one, Hope is a Girl's Name. With zero oh, no. clarification. And two. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Hope is a politically charged slogan that we saw in two thousand and eight that could make a return in two thousand and twelve. And we do not <laughs> want our cards associated with politics. Uh so they changed it to Utopia. <laughs> Everybody just roasted him for it. Uh the full I i the, my keyboard is not working, so I can't find the full list. Um for some reason it's just not typing. But uh the other one is uh Oh, there we go. No, we're back. Uh, Kevin Tuart, ca- Clown Gas. Uh, cl- so, clown Gas? Clown Gas. This this is incredible. Uh, there we go. So. Uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh! Wars okay. runs so deep. I'm going to open this image. Uh, open image in your tab. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. So, Kevin Tuart, I'll, I'll send the link. So wait, you can see this. wait, wait, wait. Kevin Tuart has
0: who, a Twitter. who is Kevin Tuart? Okay. He has a Twitter. By the way,
1: Kevin Tuart is He has a, a
2: Twitter lead. at Kevin Tuart. He's a... working on a crazy new anti-special summoning card. Our current version is pretty damn amazing. That August was... 25th of 2009.
1: Yeah. Is this is was... this is he's he's in Konami R D. Uh he's uh... Like one of one of the head guys. Uh, and he was uh, uh still is, but is much less public now, probably for reasons like this. So some, I see. somebody asked um like, hey, I, I bought a box and I didn't get what I wanted. I spent a lot of money on this box. Uh, why Why are singles prices so expensive? Like, it's like, and but I can't get what I want when I buy the box. So Kevin Turet came in and said... This kind of nonsense is why so many of you are complaining about the price of cards. The best way to get cards in a TCG is to buy packs or boxes. But a bunch of people cry and moan and say, "No, no, the best way to do it is to buy singles from people who buy boxes." Okay, then answer me this. If buying boxes is such a losing proposition, why do you think so many people are opening boxes and packs and selling you the cards? You think the people doing that are just massive idiots? Somebody's a massive idiot, but I don't think it's the person getting rich off of you. Stop being a victim, people. So somebody responded with, "Okay, well maybe I'm just unlucky. And Kevin Tuert was like, I will give you a metaphor. Uh, Singles um, prices are high because some people have deliberately shut themselves off from the primary method of getting cards. Imagine I have a gas station and all of my gas pumps have clown designs all over them, and I charge twenty dollars a gallon for gas. Meanwhile, <laughs> the regular <laughs> gas station down the street is charging regular prices, but I've convinced a bunch of people that buying my clown gas is the only way to go, so they refuse <laughs> to buy gas the. Rest regular way then they come to pojo and ask why clown gas is so expensive this is, this like is Konami r and uh, why
2: is he less this public is head this is like this R&D. is the
0: best advertisement for wanting to work at Konami I've ever heard a, I'm sending you an
2: application R&D tomorrow for Konami yeah.
1: NA if you're oh unwilling my god to utilize, he's so based. I want to be him if you're unwilling to utilize the standard and less expensive method of getting cards the same method that is being used by the people selling you singles to get their cards then you're a captive market and a captive market will be charged whatever price the captor wishes until they realize the folly of their captivity and i'm buying a case right now <laughs> oh
2: so, this is where i asked kevin to to uh explain the prices of substitute because i cannot mass buy packs of ancient sets to get oh. edison cards
1: all right are we uh, are we calling it there after uh, explaining the... yeah
2: yeah whatever i was gonna say about the ban list isn't really all right, so let's go ahead and thank all of our wonderful patrons. So, of course, a huge thank you to Hold always on, let second... me brace myself. Yeah, brace yourself. I'm okay. braced. Okay, always second time, wizard Xyphorus at the one pelog there. That name still doesn't make sense to me. Big Stinky Ding Dong's Hostess of the Yang Zing. Give me some more Dragussy Konami let's go
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> HGH Cyber John Leal Mountain Man Oatmeal Spaghetti Owen Alvarado Pistol Play Pendulums Silver Hope Skyhawk Over the Beatles this I, was a big debate we had uh, who's better Shine Down or the Beatles I the answer this. is the
1: Beatles but everyone well. else says Down. I explained so. this to Trish last week the uh, answer now actually uh, is Skyhawk uh, <laughs> uh, and Silver the Beatles oh fair enough
0: understanding uh, and reading you, are two different you, things you missed another uh, another moment where I was on your side I also said the Beatles let's go <laughs>
2: virtually saviors world visa star frosting these nuts a wind-up carries infidel mayity aaron gardner alexander chan asami ashless chaps at suyo sympathy silver castle blackwing silver one the ascendant is the best floodgate blue eyes is best copium Boxwind, Chubby Ninja, come on and get your game on. Dragon Maidenless Behavior, Ice Jade will win a YCS before Swoo Swoo. Still disagree with this. I'm about to <laughs> reek a Glamour hard to for parties, plant nuts in your mouth. It's level four Fire Warrior Gaming, Little Stinky, Llama Yama Cam, Sarama, Maxi Pack, Old Man Red, pin code 143, and Sinful Spoils. Thank you all so much for your continued support of the podcast. And if you want the best content possible uh, for all of August and September of 2009, be sure to follow at Kevin Stewart on Twitter. That account is still up. Posting about special summoning in two thousand nine. So thank you all so much for your continuous support of the podcast, and of course, until next time, have a great week, everybody. Uh,
1: I have a card pun for y'all, but it's not good. Uh, What would you call? They never are. What would you? That's true. What would you call uh, a like a reality TV show set in like the Yu-Gi-Oh lore? Reality TV show
0: set in the Yu-Gi-Oh lore. There's got to be a way to like make this 90 day fiance.
1: You could
2: Total um, Fire King Island drama something. That's Fire, that's that
1: actually that's pretty good for improv, but I had World Legacy Survivor.
2: Ah. Uh, I like Total Drama for Fire everybody. King Island. <laughs> Bye everybody.
1: <laughs> Bye.